spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 especially good Friday. Guess what? Jobs report out today. Mm. Better than expected. But what does that mean? Uh, people are still pointing towards Jamie Dimon came out, said uh, who's the head of J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, kind of one of the people that, you know what? He, he released a 17,000 word uh, like letter to the shareholders saying it's not going to be a crash landing, but the, the bumps and the turbulence are coming. And uh, this job market shows, again, while the job market is strong, that signals to the feds. Got to start still raising rates. We're not getting down. We're not at that 5%. We need 5%. We need 5%. And I know people are pulling back, but other things besides pulling back, Gatos, is stuff's getting away from them. The credit cards, man, the banks are cracked down. They're not handing out money anymore. And this bank nightmare that took place about a month ago scared a lot of people. There is some worrying stuff out there. And then you throw in cost of oil. Chances of continuing rising inflation. It's it it signals like we're we're definitely uh, getting ready to put our seatbelts on, if you will. Okay, so I think you can argue that that's not a bad thing. No, like the alternative is we fall off the edge. the 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 the, the alternative is we go into a massive recession. And I guess I'm just I'm trying to look at this in a little bit of a brighter, rosier picture. Um, we're not going to be 2008 again. No. I look at, you know, the struggles that we've had with a virus, with an economy during a virus, uh, you know, and, and, and now that, you know, COVID is over, um, we have some cracks in the economy. But, you know, are they major cracks? Well, a few weeks ago, we saw some banks go under and I was starting to worry a little. There was a run on one of the banks. And then, you know, we start worrying. I think it's OK to have some cracks in the economy. This is normal. And well, maybe, slowdowns normal. At some point, you know, you yeah. and I are old enough. We have uh, we've seen a recession. We've before. been through some recessions, both as children and as adults. Right. You're going to get these things. It's never about the recession. It's the how do you handle the recession? Right. And one of the big things is a vast majority of recessions. We come out of recessions by what? People lowering rates, taking out money on their homes, fixing their homes up. People have already done that. And they've already got rates well lower than what they're going to get in any four, time. Yeah. three some, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I know we're going to have cracks in the economy. We're always going to have to deal with that. But it is concerning when you have inflation that's this high, especially in Arizona. Gas prices that are this high, especially in Arizona. We get the third highest gas prices uh, in, in the state. You know, when who was it? Janet Yellen that came out and said, listen, inflation's going to go back to normal. Well, that didn't happen. Then she says, listen, we're not going to have a, a recession. Well, I'm still waiting, and I'm not sure I should believe her yeah. because she was wrong the first time with inflation. Well, she was wrong. They were remember it was transitory. It's just this is nothing big. This is just this well, is going to be. Yeah. Well, we need to retire that word. Yeah, because the recession got the the inflation got way worse than you thought it was going to get. Right. But when you look at the jobs report, two two hundred thirty six thousand jobs last month. Yeah. So that was right around the estimate. I think they were thinking two forty. Yeah. Two forty. Two thirty six. They'll revise it, but. What jobs are we creating? Well, what jobs are we creating? There, a lot of it's in the hospitality. Because why? Right. There's a lot of people that have never recovered from the hospitality industry. So they're still looking for jobs. There's still people out there. The jobs that are leaving are those the ones that pay forty, fifty, sixty, seven thousand dollars $7,000 a year. And the ones we're creating are the ones that are paying $25,000 a year or second jobs. Okay, then why is the tech industry cutting back? 
Because every single tech company has shredded jobs. Uh, some of it shredded is, jobs. Is, is one of the big things with the tech industry is they overhired. They got over their skis during the, uh, the, during the COVID because they thought the industry was changing. People are going to be working at home. They hired a lot of people to facilitate and do certain things that never came about. And now they're finding out that these that they have too many workers who aren't doing Did enough. Did you see that article I sent you guys about the uh, people that said, hey, I got paid $190,000 a year. To be a hiring manager, and I told anybody I didn't ever ever have to never hire, have to hire never, anybody. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to do any of that. Yeah, so there's you cut 190k right yeah, there, and and there was a lot of people like that. That so it's trimming the fat. It's trimming the fat. Now okay. when we fall below that, and some of that is also going to be the fact that with better technology, you need less people in some of these things. But there, it's the McDonald's today. This was a fire, a warning sign. McDonald's closed their headquarters this week mm-hmm. ahead of today, which they laid a bunch of people off. Or you could take massive pay cuts if you want to stay. Wow. Yeah. That's a warning sign right there because it's it, not is, tech. Is it fair to say this is one of the stranger economies that oh, you and I have ever seen? God, yeah. And it's because, you know, we're coming out of a, we're coming out of a, a, a pandemic that hit the world. And, you know, we don't really have a script to go on from and we came out on a even. pandemic. Yeah. Right. We came out on even. We came out in certain areas. Fine. Right. Other areas, they locked down for two years. Yeah. Some areas like China played this game up until a few months ago. Yeah. They locked everybody down since 2020. Yeah. So it, it was they just really got weird. out. They just got out. That's how bad it was in China. The way that they treated their people and the stupid what no zero COVID zero or, COVID policy yeah. that never worked for anybody. So we get two hundred and thirty six thousand jobs. Another good jobs report. People look at the economy and say, "All right, am I going to lose my job?" I think people are worried about. You know, I don't know if they're worried about losing their job. I think they're worried about if they're if they're going to. Be able to live the life they've been living for the last couple of years. I think some people are worried about industry-wise. Mm. And we're going to have some of that rolling recession potentially, too. You know what that is, where right. one industry is going to struggle, another industry is going to be okay. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be, I'll just use the word, a little bit choppy for the rest of the year. Yeah. Instead of you're thrown into the deep end and you're barely keeping your head above water. And I think that's the fear that we're going to wake up and see something go south fast and we're going to be like, damn. don't think that's going to happen. But I hope not. No, you never know. All right. Hey, uh, homeless uh, crisis here in uh, the city of Phoenix. We've we've seen, you know, the mayor not do anything about it. We see the legislature not do anything about it. We've seen. uh, the the homeless uh, uh, homelessness problem getting bigger and bigger. Now there's in the zone a thousand people, hundreds of tents, and so pretty interesting. What does Phoenix do about it? Because they've got till like June or July to fix this issue. That's what the judge said. Why don't they just rip a page from Mesa? Mesa came up with a pretty great idea for how to. I don't know what you want to call it. Mitigate the problem or how to how to get some well, people how to off deal the street. They want to right? get in front of it before it becomes. They don't want a zone in Mesa. No. Here's what Mesa said. Tell me if this is too simplistic, right? Okay, you're homeless. I walk up to you. We're going to help you get off the street. We're going to give you a program. We want you to follow it. If you graduate from this program, you're gonna you're gonna be able to you know take care of yourself. Yeah. Okay. That's plan A. Here's plan B. Uh, Mesa, I go up to the homeless person. I say, hey, listen, uh, you wanna, do you want to go on this plan and we'll help you get up the streets? And they say no. So Mesa says, okay, all right. But, you know, if we catch you doing drugs, we're going to arrest you. We're not going to treat you like the zone where no. it's basically do what you want, right. anarchy. If you're defecating in an alley and we catch you, you're going to go to jail. 
So yes, you should. Isn't it? Isn't it interesting? Mesa said, "Okay, we're going to try and get you off the streets. If you choose not to do that, because a lot of people will choose to stay homeless. If you choose not to do that, if we catch you with drugs, you're going to jail. So it's pretty simplistic, but it's good. How many crimes did you and I see when we went down to the zone in downtown Phoenix? We saw a ton of crimes. We, we saw some felonies. We saw prostitution. drug dealing, saw, prostitution. Right? We saw, you know, I mean, we, we saw, saw people doing drugs. Yes. Like literally doing drugs. We saw people who were clearly drug dealers and there was money being handed over and, and, and little bags handed to cared. other people. No one's down there. So it's one of those things. Hey, if you break the law, we're going to arrest you. I I think it's that's simple, pretty good, right? Like, isn't pretty that good. isn't that the way it should be? Yeah, you should be treated like you've said it before too. Why are we allowing you? I, I don't want to steal your line, but here's your line. Why are we allowing people to kill themselves down there? That's it. I think that the people think that this, you know, somebody got on us the other day because I said something about the uh, Hobbs said something about compassion. And I was just like, and I told Barry, I said, I, the compassion thing, you stop fooling yourself thinking letting somebody die on the streets is compassion. It is not. No. It's the exact opposite. It is not. And the compassion would be it's time to get serious about their life because if they're going to kill themselves. Well, you're not going to stop it, but we don't need to do it on our dime. Right. Yeah. There's no question about it. I mean, there were people and you can- that were they're down there, you know, and they were doing they were doing drugs. They were prostitutes. Uh, you know, we didn't see people defecating, but that's definitely taking place down there. So Mesa says, OK, if you don't want to get with the program, that's fine. But if we catch you doing something that's illegal, we're going to put you in jail. Which is the way and you know what? That's the way it should be. Or you can move on if you don't because like it. There is compassion. You know, the compassion part of this comes. We're going to offer you a hand up. Yeah. We're going to offer to get you off the street. But if you say no, and we're going to treat you just like everybody else. Because I'll tell you what, if you and I wanted to go outside right now in the middle of the street, start doing drugs, guess what? Somebody calls the cops on us, we're going to jail. That's right. If I want to go outside but, and urinate, I'm going to be in trouble. Right. All right. Coming up next. Do we currently have a Supreme Court justice on the take? It's a Gatos and Chad show. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, let's check out today's question. You can find it at KTAR.com and you can listen to me uh, debut the question on Broomhead's program at 850. So today, uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, he faces criticism, Chad. From both sides of the political aisle for reportedly taking uh, lavish uh, vacations uh, paid for by a GOP mega donor. Mega donor. Uh, did he do anything wrong? Yes or no? Boy, this is close. 52% say yes. 48% say no. Uh, I'm going with yes. I think if you're a Supreme Court justice and you have one of the most important jobs on the planet, you got to be above reproach. And what that means is, okay, he could be buddies with this guy. I get it. But there's got to be a part of him that says, you know what? Let's look at the optics of it. If I go and I vacation on your yacht and I don't tell anybody about it, which, by the way, that's exactly what he did. He didn't say a word. He hid it. When you hide something, you know you're doing something wrong. That's why you hide it. Uh, you, you you know that you don't want it getting out there. If he thought this was on the up and up, he would have done what every other Supreme Court justice does. And that's, hey, just report where you're going. His job isn't like our job, Chad. We don't have to report where we're going. We can hang out with anybody we want. Mm. I just don't like this. And I certainly don't like his wife who tried to get the election turned over in Arizona. She's a weasel. 
You know, it's interesting. So in March, they they went and changed uh, some of the rules for the judges. So in theory, he, he didn't do what a lot of people wanted to be. And still, by the way, a lot of people are calling out these rules uh, are not as strong as they should be. Uh, I, I don't. So, so make the rules tougher. Yeah. Which means you would do what? Uh, well, I think they would make the rules much tougher about who you're allowed to see. If you if you run a pack, right? Let's just say you run one of those uh, those dark money packs. Uh-huh. You shouldn't be allowed to hang out with the justices. Yeah, that's how, yeah. Uh, those okay. kind of things, that, that, you know. But it, then you're telling human beings you can't hang out with another human being. That is right. Because you've so, got a job that's this important. And this uh, is... Uh, and by the way, before March, uh, private jet transportation was considered exempt from disclosure. If it was, part, if it was provided part of personal hospitality. So, uh, and there's no, there's nothing in any of this that says that he was asked to do anything or, you know, I mean, so it's hard to, to say, but yes, the optics of it all, as I said yesterday, it's a bad look, Yeah, you know, it's a bad look because we want them to be like oracles, right? Like above, above that all. Yeah. And they're not because we find out they're human beings. Hey, uh, there is a lady. Mm-hmm. Late. Remember the other day we did the thing oh, with those people, right? Where everybody was inbred. I remember. Well, this is inbred, but in a modern way of being inbred in a kind of weird thing. The 68-year-old announces that she has welcomed a baby girl via surrogacy and oh. reveals that the baby is actually the biological daughter of her late son, Alice. Okay, I don't, there's so, a lot of things in there. What are we talking about? She gave about? birth. Okay, she's 68? To her granddaughter. Hold on, she's 68, gave birth? Was she carrying the baby? Yeah, she's she's a Latina. She's, uh, was she Argentinian? Or she's Brazilian, something like that? She is, uh, but she is. You gave, need to explain this to me like I'm a three-year-old. She's a TV star okay. that gave birth to her dead son's daughter. Using his special sauce. But not her egg. Not her egg. And she carried the child? She did. How do you give birth if you're 68? I thought it was the surrogate that gave birth. No, no, she gave birth. Nobody's no 68-year-old gives birth Hey, yet. you know what? 68's the new 42. No, it's which not. Is the new 25. She's 70 she's years old. She's not giving birth. She's 12. I think you got the story wrong. I didn't. She's I 68 and gave birth South to America's a baby. South America's a hot place to be around. You better watch it. 68 years old. You might be dating old. grandma, but you also might be dating mommy soon. So she... <laughs> So she is, well, not the, the biological mom, but kind, well, kind of. Well, no, because it's not she her She use the eggs. Okay, so she's, but she's the, she carried the baby. But I, she's probably going to raise it, right? Right. For, yeah. Because if, if, why would you do this? Because her son, she, she wants a piece of her son to be around. I get that. I don't get it. 68 years old. She's the surrogate. Yes. She carried it. She's 68 and she carried the baby. Yeah. So she's the surrogate. She's the surrogate, but you would think I don't know at how that's 68 possible. she would have had somebody else be you the surrogate. You would think so. But she says no, that's that's her son's special sauce lettuce cheese. All right. So <laughs> what is she what does the baby call her? Grandma. Grandma mama. Grandma mama. <laughs> right? Grandma mama. I don't know. Mom? Grandma? I think grandma. Nana? Grandmom. That's my grandmom. Grandmom. Abueleta? Why do you find these? Where do you, you find this stuff? Where do you find these stories, Listen, Chad? South America is fun. It's on spicy times. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next. Spicy. Uh, let's see. Becky Lynn's got the headlines. We're going to interrupt them. React to the day's top stories at three thirty. We're just minutes away from holding up the headlines. Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air 92.3 FM online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR news app. You're breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Without further ado, let's hold up some headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. Hope you enjoyed the coolest three-month start to a year since 1979 in Phoenix because there's a major change coming. Alex Young with the National Weather Service says we'll see the first 90-degree day of the year Sunday and potentially the first triple-digit heat on Tuesday. Crazy. We just had that cool weather pattern over us and then the moment that that ridge could kick it out, boy, it's doing it with a vengeance. The average high at this time of year, 85 here in the Valley. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. I mean, really, we should have a couple more months of pretty decent weather, and then June hits, and then it is it is lights it's out. On. I mean, June, I think, is the hottest oh, of yeah. all of them. Seems like it. June is yeah. always the hottest. That's where you'll get a 118 or a 119 squeezed in there on Bring occasion. Bring it on, baby. Get off my golf course. Well, I think the, the thing with the weather right now is people are suffering from allergies. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's leaking. Oh, did you see Broomhead today? Did you see Munn? Did you see these guys? They're I, all leaking all over the place. Yeah. These guys have just like the worst. Listen, take some Zyrtec and, and you know, and... and, and Stop leaking on my microphone. That's Are we looking at, what, 100 this? Uh, maybe yeah, Tuesday. maybe on Tuesday. Right, I was cool. just thinking about this the other day. I thought, you know, it's been really, we had some really cold nights not too long no. ago. And I was just thinking, oh, I bet I could get out and plant some flowers now and they wouldn't freeze. And now they're going to burn up. Right. So yeah. it's like got, we just skipped spring. We flew back into town from Atlanta on, uh, what, Tuesday night? Uh, it was 830. We got off the plane. It was cold. Yeah. It was chilly outside. Oh, yeah. It was chilly. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Six female inmates were treated for overdoses at the Maricopa County Estrella Jail. MCSO confirms all six inmates were taken to the hospital for treatment. Three inmates were treated and transported by Phoenix Fire, the other three by a private ambulance service. Those transported by Phoenix Fire are in stable condition. No word on the drug taken. No other details have been released. Taylor Kinnerup, KTAR News. Drugs are bad. Drugs are in jail. That's never going to change. We can sit here and talk about it. I know they've done some some great reporting on it, but the fact is, is uh, drugs are a great currency in jail, and people are going to find a way to get them into jail, and that's not going to change. As much as we we can't change it here outside. So what's to make you think that we're going to change it on the inside? All right. Every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn is reading the news. Uh, we're interrupting and reacting to the day's top stories. A Southwest Airlines flight from Phoenix to Burbank that normally takes about 90 minutes turned into a 20-hour ordeal last Friday when the pilot reported engine failure shortly after takeoff. They had to turn back and make an emergency landing at Sky Harbor. Obviously, it's the pilot and the air traffic controller, courtesy of ABC. Southwest says none of the 116 passengers were hurt. The aircraft was taken out of service to undergo a maintenance review. And another aircraft was brought in to continue the flight to Burbank. It's been a uh, bad few months for Southwest. (laughs) 
really has. <laughs> Nobody died, though. And did anybody get to go down the little uh, the, the blow-up thing? Well, here's the thing. You said 20-hour. What does that mean? Well, Because if you have a 90-minute flight, there are people that they didn't Because they had to the turn around and come back, and okay. they had to bring in another plane. So, oh, so it okay. all took a while. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, when we had that, we've had incidents of planes just missing each other. Yeah. And we had, uh, there was a whole congressional hearing about that. Uh, planes in the air that are missing each other. Come on, let's get our crap together. Get me there in one piece and get me there fast. We How should, hard is that? We should talk to our Department of uh, Transportation Secretary. Uh, 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 Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Yes. Okay. Mayor Pete. Let's do that. All right, we're holding up the headlines. KTAR News. Water Watch. Over half a million residents in Arizona are going to have access to water they wouldn't have after a historic water deal from the Gila River Indian community. This comes after Gila River agreed to not use some of its Colorado River rights for $150 million for water conservation and reclamation efforts. And in a visit to the state this week, the Biden administration is stressing its commitment to securing Arizona's water supply. Deputy Secretary of the Interior, Tommy Boudreaux says he recognizes the problem and wants to work toward a solution. The impact of prolonged drought is one of the most significant challenges facing the United States today. And it will take all of us working across the federal government with our state and tribal partners to tackle these urgent issues. He points to funding from the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law and Inflation Reduction Act as an example of the federal government's investment. We'll see what it looks like. $145 million. That's a lot of money in water. We've talked about that. This is a good situation here. But, uh, what about the desalinization? I mean, why, why, because nobody wants a plant, right? Everybody wants the water to be desalinized, and we can bring it here. We can do it. But nobody wants to build anything next to them, even if it's in the middle of the desert, nowhere. Mm. And there's the problem. And because you're going to have to have pipes, and it's going to have to have ways to get places. Everybody, it's like in, it, everything. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. We're going to do it next door. I don't want it next door. <laughs> right. We're holding up the headline. Just a year from now, a total solar eclipse will be sweeping across North America. The eclipse will slice a diagonal line across 13 states from Texas through Maine. Parts of Mexico and Canada will be able to see it, and those outside of the path will have a partial eclipse. But here's the deal. Events and tours are already scheduled for April 8th, 2024. Luxury cruises, music festivals, camping trips. Veteran eclipse watchers say you need to start planning now. A total eclipse occurs when the moon passes is between the earth and the sun blocking out the sun what a pack of nerds yeah. i mean really they're they're booking cruises and doing all that yeah. kind of really is this yeah. the thing i can't look at with the naked eye that i yes. go is they remember when trump did that <laughs> do you remember that we had do you remember that you guys we, see that <laughs> yeah, they were like make sure you don't look at it mr president he goes looks like looks up. almost I everybody done, does i would have done the same thing i know i would have done the same thing what i'm not going to do is create a trip around it and what about a music festival? I'm not going. I see, dude. You're just no fun. I'm no fun. You know, I guess. Would do this? Okay. The you nerds with the hat. I think the last time this happened, as I recall, somebody had a cruise and they booked Bonnie Tyler for the cruise. So Who's she, that? She's the one that's saying that totally total eclipse, eclipse of, of the, the heart. heart. Oh, I like and it that was song. specifically so she could sing that song. Boy, you were stretching to find a theme. You were. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, it's good news. At least she's getting some work. At least she got some work. That's right. <laughs> All right. Every day at 3.30, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn will read the headlines. We will hold them up as we give you our take on uh, the day's news. Brought to you by Carol as the buyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. All right. Up next, it is the real reason why we're laying people off. And no one's talking about it, except us, next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show.
You want to work for a tech company, be prepared. You may get paid a lot of money to do nothing. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then eventually fired for it. Uh, several people were interviewed for a Wall Street Journal report saying, hey, I got hired at places like Meta. And uh, mostly I went to meetings, told that I was a hiring a recruiter, mm-hmm. never hired anybody. And uh, they paid me 190000 a year. To do nothing. To do nothing. And now we're wondering, well, yeah. I'm not wondering anymore. That's why tech jobs are being cut. Yeah. From Meta, from everybody. Yeah. What? I told you about her son, T-Mobile. He made the cut, but they they fired a lot of people. Yeah. And one of the other things, though, I found interesting in this. Uh, so another tech worker, his name is Derek McMillan. He's 32. He worked for Facebook and Salesforce before the pandemic. And he said, you know what's sad? At Salesforce, he often felt that 20% of employees did 80% of the work while their peers did nothing except on-site yoga and took long lunches. Oh, jeez. You know, yeah. you know, some of those companies, though, they have all the on-site stuff. They got the on-site pizzeria. They yeah. got the on-site yoga. They got the on-site gym. They got the, the, the on-site dog track where you can you know bring your dog to work and you walk around the track. And yeah. They're getting rid of all that stuff. They are. They, they, she, he said, I found this interesting. He said, there's this fluffy image of everyone's just so nice, he says. But when the culture doesn't let you tell people they're underperforming, you end up with a team of slackers. <laughs> That's true. Can't tell anybody they're not doing a good job anymore. You have to attaboy them all the time. You got to attaboy them. But a lot of these people said they just do nothing. 80% of people do nothing. You know, we were talking yesterday about how companies are hiring older workers and not younger workers yeah. for, for the one fact uh, that uh, they show up. Yeah. They show up. You know, I, listen, I, we got a lot of email yesterday on that issue. And I, I, I don't know if it's the get off your lawn thing. And we're at that age. You know, I'm 49. Are we are we looking at like the younger generation in their 20s? Well, they don't work hard. They don't do anything. They're lazy. What do you think? What do you what's the singing thing you always say? They want the heart to sing. Uh, they do. They want their heart to sing. OK. Uh, and then you have the other side of it. The 20 somethings are saying this. We don't want to work like a dog anymore like you do. We want to have a work, uh, what is it, the work fund? Work-life balance. Work-life balance. I'm fine with work-life balance. I think we all need a little bit of that. But you know what? We all can't be, but they want to be more balanced than work-life. <laughs> they want a little bit more balance and less work-life. Yes. You yeah. know, they. that's great. You want work-life balance, and I'm fine with that. But yeah. don't ask me for money. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know, and don't live in my don't live in my uh, uh, in the upstairs or in the basement. Don't don't do that. F- find your own job. So, but th- it's really interesting. Like when they talk about this, one of the things they said is so many of these companies overhire in certain times, especially some startups and stuff, because they want to have the talent around, even if they don't need it. And then they've got talent sitting around sucking up all kinds of big salaries. Right. And then they're going to fire people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a story out there. It, it should infuri- infuriate everybody. You've got in Phoenix this guy who was arrested. Well, what did he get arrested for? Well, he was uh, was kind of babysitting uh, his seven-month-old son and said, you know, the boy kind of woke up and was a little sweaty. Let's give the boy a bath. You know, so dad, and I use that term loosely and you'll find out why, decided to give the boy a bath. And so uh, he said he put the baby into the into the bathtub and he filled the tub with water. And then, of course, he went back to playing video games. And the kid drowned. <sighs> what a scumbag. It's, uh, it's you know, unbelievable. And they booked him on 
One charge of child abuse? Yeah, you're not going to get How it. do you get booked on one? The kid died under your watch. Listen, there are children who, who drown, and it's an awful thing, and it's an accident. But this guy placed the kid in the water. He didn't fall in the pool. No. He placed the kid in the water and then went back to playing his little video game. Is losing your son. I mean, obviously, that's devastating. Oh. Uh I'm not sure he cares, man. No, I he, bet he does. Listen, you place your kid in the sun. You place your kid in the bathtub, and you go and you finish your video game. I don't think How he really cares. How old was care. the kid? Uh, let's see. The kid was seven months old. God, I mean, how stupid? I, of course, are you? How stupid are you? What do you think is going to happen? Oh, that's right. The seven month old is going to is going to go right into the water. That's what's going to happen. So they rushed the boy to the hospital, found brain dead. Uh, you know, I don't know where his girlfriend was. Uh, I think she was at work. Uh, I, I just, I saw this story and I'm thinking, uh, like, like here's, here's something. Here's something. We always talk about this. You're giving your kid a bath. Oh, well, the phone rings. My phone's in the other room. Well, I'm just going to go run in the other room. Yeah. We even talk about don't ever do that. No. Two seconds is too long. It's that simple, right? But, but there's a reason maybe mom or dad would want to run in the other room, grab the phone and come back. This guy didn't even do that. He didn't even do that. No, this guy's like, well, I got a, I, you know, I've got the high score going on Halo or whatever it is, and uh, I got to get back to my buddies online. Eh, the kids in the bathtub would be fine. No, no. So I watched a episode a few months ago of Dragnet, where something like that, an old Dragnet, where something like that happened. But they were like this? they were smoking weed and just chilling and talking with their friends. They put the baby in the bath and the bath and the baby died. And you know the guys showed up, the dragnet guys, you know Harry Morgan and them showed up, and and it was just like this. They forgot all about the baby, and they were charged with uh, the dad was charged with like murder. This guy was charged with one charge of uh, child abuse. Oh my god! No, that's not going to cut it. All right, coming up next, City of Mesa has a plan for handling homelessness. Should Phoenix just copy it? It's the Gatos and Chad Show.